We need support from those who love us, from those who understand. And we do not need to be told to pick up our socks and forget about it. We need to work through at our pace, nor do we need to wallow. <laughs> but the work is a process. It cycles through and it does get better. And this is the thing about betrayal. This is aliveness. I'm your host, Allison Crossweight, a guide and former psychotherapist here to empower you to break out of your old patterns, shift into a new state of being, and ignite your aliveness. Betrayal in love. Today's topic is rather heavy and personal to me right now. But when this pattern came around again in my life, I thought this is the time to talk a little bit more about this experience that so many people have and that brings up so much shame, so much upset, so much anger that it's rare to hear a really centered perspective on it. My intention is to speak with some open-hearted presence about the experience of being betrayed, about the experience of being lied to by someone you are intimate with. The experience of having your heart and sometimes also your health put at risk by someone else's lies. Now, the greater the pain we have, the more we split into black and whites. And this is the artful thing for us to navigate because I would like to a part of me. Let me be clear, a part of me would like to vilify the human being who has done this to me. But in fact, I know that even though working my energy, moving my anger and my tears is super important for my own sake and my healing, that this isn't an us versus them scenario. I know that there are wounds on both sides. That does not mean, however, that I continue to be understanding and look to create co-understanding. It does mean, however, that I know he's a human being. The reason that I'm even talking about this is because it's such a strong experience that when we believe that we are in a kind of relationship where we are met, we are loved, we are a team, we are building a future together. And when that, it turns out that that is not true, that what we were being told was not the truth, it can feel like everything that we thought was true has been taken away. So it's very different from the kind of breakup where you realize that you're not right for each other or you have a little bit of sort of room to outgrow things and maybe do some personal work together to get some closure. Cheating can be a very harsh rupture and it feels like all of what you thought was true is no longer true. And all of the things that you gained that were so precious to you, you try to rewrite history. And human beings, we live in the future, we live in the past, it's the stories, the this, the that. So what I want to really say 
is this. And I talk about this a lot in relationship and work on it myself all the time, but it's so important in this scenario of betrayal. Everything you experienced with this person is yours. The love, the excitement, the expansion, the intellectual stimulation, the amazing orgasms, the romance, like all of it, you experienced. It was experienced by you. And so the relationship with another person can awaken that. But what is sacred is sacred to you. What is beautiful is beautiful to you. It's your beauty. It's your sacredness. It's your aliveness. And even though it can feel like it's been taken away, it can't be taken away. It's essentially yours. And there is no shame in it. There is a kind of narrative, and this certainly goes on in my head. Like if I'd done enough work on myself, if I had better self-esteem, if I didn't have such a traumatic background, this never would have happened. Well, perhaps and perhaps not. There is no shame in trusting. There is no shame in opening our hearts. And every single one of us, every single human being is negotiating how much of ourselves to open, how much to give away. And if it turns out that it's not reciprocated, that is not a failing on the part of us as humans. It is certainly something to learn from. And here is another one of the huge pitfalls of these experiences is retrusting is also very challenging. So what I want to say about the healing process here is that it's a process. It is in all the ways that I speak about healing, physical, like the trigger has to go through your body. It is emotional. There are tears, there is anger, there is hope. It moves around like this. The body moves, the heart moves, the mind moves, and people say things. I mean, guard who you're listening to in these scenarios. Take as much space as you possibly can because there's no more information required. We sometimes want it, but if we know enough to know we're done, Best thing to do is be done, but still the stories are going to go. There is spiritual work, ceremonial work. I recently went to a fire ceremony and released this person from my energetic field, from my body, from my experience, transmuting experience with fire, with the elements. There are many other types of ceremonies that can be incredibly powerful ritual to release and this may be, need to happen again and again. We need support from those who love us, from those who understand. And we do not need to be told to pick up our socks and forget about it. We need to work through at our pace, nor do we need to wallow. <laughs> but the work is a process. It cycles through and it does get better. And this is the thing about betrayal because it cuts right to the core of the whole life that we thought we'd lived, that we thought we had, the trust, the openness in our most intimate places. When it gets betrayed, it is the deepest, 
worst ever invitation to redo the story. And by redo the story, I mean reconnect with our own aliveness even more deeply. That all the ways it had been given away, we get it back. And God damn it, it's hard. But there is a really, really, really beautiful story here. I have one more thing to say, and this is something I have noticed. And I've seen this with myself and with others. When we are involved with men who are in the healing community, sometimes they're leaders in other ways. Often I have been told when I've spoken my experience, oh, but he's such a good guy. And I want to invite all of us when we are having conversations with people who have been hurt, whatever their gender, that we hold that if they were deceived, we might also be deceived. Yes, they are a good guy. That's why we love them. That's why we spend so much time with them. And people are multifaceted. People have many parts. And I deeply invite all of us to hear what each other is saying not to vilify, not to cut people out, but to hear the complexity and to ask of our leaders, especially in the emotional, intimate, spiritual medicine spaces to do better, to take their wounds, do their work and step out of leadership positions when they are risking not only the hearts, but the health of people in their communities. So that's my invitation. Working with betrayal is one of the many things I do in my program because it's all the same. Whether it's grief, a sexual awakening, anxiety, a health crisis, an affair on either side, these things wake us up and they call us into our bodies, minds, hearts, souls, spirits. They call us into expansion. They are the mess that I am here to help you work through and am actively always working through myself. So as always, if you'd like to talk more about these things, contact me. I'd love to talk about working together. And if betrayal is something you are working with right now, may you know your beauty. May you know it from the inside. Always. Amen. If this resonates with you, be sure to subscribe so you get all the juicy episodes to come. And if you have a friend who is deep into their personal growth and healing journey, share this podcast with them too. Now go out and experience the aliveness that's here for you today.